Welcome to the Practical Mystic Show, where we bring you simple tips and techniques from around the globe to help practical people deal with extraordinary experiences. And now, your favorite scientist, shaman, and sacred clown, and also the show's host, Janine Bolin. Well, hello, and thank you for joining the Practical Mystic Show. This is Janine Bolin, and I have a wonderful guest today that I'm very excited to introduce. Her name is Violet Rain, and I was able to meet her at a wonderful space down in Littleton, Colorado. She's built a new little community called Discover Your Spiritual Gifts, and that little community has grown by leaps and bounds over the last two years, and I got so excited by the things that I saw when I was working down there with with her. I had to have her on the show today. So, Violet, thank you so much for taking time out of your incredibly busy schedule to meet with us today. Oh, Janine, thank you for inviting me. What a wonderful opportunity. I just love any opportunity that I get to spend some time with you. So, thank you so much for the invitation. Not a problem. Just to let uh, my listeners know, I was able to give a couple of classes down in your space, down in Littleton, Colorado, and it was just such a delight to be able to teach in that area that I, I wanted to bring you onto the show because one of the things I noticed is you're so good at promoting other people. You're so good at helping psychics and mystics and shamans and spiritual people learn about their spiritual gifts and give them a showcase and a place to present what they know, very rarely do people really focus in on what you do. So today, I'm so excited because I get to kind of present you to my community. So that's, that's where we're headed today. Learn how to live your future now through purposeful change with the eight gates. This world guarantees changes will happen in your life, and the eight gates guides you through these changes safely. It's done with clarity and direction through customized programs involving face-to-face meetings, online classes, book tutorials, meditation techniques, spiritual awakening, and a vast referral network of shamans, psychics, healers, and spiritualists to fit your individual needs. This process of transformation is available to you today. Book a free 30-minute phone consultation at the8gates.com. If you don't mind, go ahead and kind of tell us a little bit about your spiritual journey and what got you interested into mysticism and spirituality. Well, thank you. You know, as a as a small child, I was born with the gift of mediumship. So I saw things that other people did not see and connect um, and kind of scared my parents a little bit as a small child when I would come back and share things that I saw or messages from people that had crossed over. My father, Janine, passed away when I was eight years old. And so I really remember after he passed away, I would go spend time with him and come back to my mom and and deliver messages. And she would be like, you can't do that. You can't do that. And so you know, like many of us that started out with beautiful gifts, we mine was shut down at a, a you know, when I was in elementary school, junior high, because other people couldn't do what I did. And and I just always had this deep knowing about things. I would know when something was going to occur or knew how to handle things different than everybody else and spent my young adulthood as a mother cloaked, as some of us talk about. I, I didn't share what my gifts were or what was happening in my life. And as I got older and more mature, my kids grew up, I, 
just got this curiosity of wanting to know more. I always felt like there was so much more than attending church with my family. There was just so much more to that that I felt like people were missing. And so I just kept searching and searching. So my journey has taken me through lots of different things in my lifetime from Kabbalah to mystery schools and wanting higher teachings and really hungry for healing and learning about healing and gaining my intuitive gifts to a different level and and just being able to do that. So I'm one of those that I follow down a path. You know, you see a book and you're like, oh, I need to pick that up. I need to read that. And you buy it, take it home and it sits on your on your end table for a year or so, and then you pick it up and you read it, and it's always in perfect timing. So I just, I follow that internal guidance system that I have of, I need to buy this. I don't know why I need to buy it, but I'm supposed to have this, so I'll take this with me today. I don't know if that's kind of how your path started, but definitely how my path has developed. So I've been, I've been on this journey all of my life in different forms or phases. Right. And I think that's the big thing is that it definitely takes on various phases. It kind of depends on where you are and what region of the country or the world you're in as to how acceptable some of these gifts are considered and what others are not. So when you were talking, you know, you it's obvious that you had have clairsentience, which is that deep knowing. You just know that you know that you know. And there's really no language for that. You just know you've got to do something a certain way, even though right. it goes against logic. So you obviously have clairsentience. The other one is you have clairvoyance because you have the ability to see and you see things that other people don't. Therefore, uh, that kind of can get a little ticklish when you're younger because people think then you just have a very big imagination. Uh, <laughs> counted off as, as creativity and it's all in your, in your mind and it's not right. real. When in actuality, one of the things I hear from a lot of mystics is this is a reality that is much stronger than anything that I, I feel, taste, and touch. You talked about mediumship. I would like for you to define it a little better uh, because each medium has a unique aspect to what they, what they see or experience. So how would you define your particular brand of mediumship? You know, I'm able to connect people to their loved ones, and, and what I mean by that is I'm lucky enough, and I've met lots of mediums in my lifetime, that they're open all the time, like their circuits are wide open and connected when it comes to that. And I'm not, so I'm lucky in that. And the fact that if I ask a question or you step in front of me and start talking about a member of your family that's passed or someone that's on the other side or that you miss them or today's their anniversary or today's their birthday. As soon as you start talking, they step forward for me. It's almost like that's the door that opens. Or if somebody comes to me and says, you know, I'd really love to talk to my granddaughter. I'd really love. And so that door opens. So I have the ability to open it when I'm ready to open it. It doesn't stay open all the time. As a child, and I've learned that as an adult, is they would step forward for me all the time because I could hear them and I could see them and I could communicate with them. So I remember as a small girl being woke up all night long as they would come to my room to talk to me, to spend time with me, because 
I could hear them and, and I could communicate with them or they would have messages. So that was kind of my opening to mediumship. It's been a natural gift that, that I've had. And I have friends that um, don't probably even know that I'm a medium because I don't go up and go, hey, I have a message for you. I kind of wait till people come to me and they're ready for that message or they need the message or they'd like to connect or they would like to ask a question or they'd like an understanding. And then I love going and being able to help people, you know, either finalize something that they weren't able to close in this lifetime or just to help them understand that their loved ones are still with them and they spend time with them every day and they're, they're as close as they were when they were living. We just have to be open to that and that they try to talk to us and leave messages for us all the time. So I love connecting people to understand how they communicate with us and how they stay connected with us. And they do it in many, many different ways from, uh, I had one woman that came to me one time and I said, I see pennies everywhere. I see pennies are left everywhere because I keep finding these pennies. I don't know where they come from. And I said, it's your daughter. She's trying to tell you that she's close. She's with you, that she spends time with you, that she's there. And so when you find a penny, just pause and connect to her, talk to her. She's trying to connect with you. So it's a beautiful gift to have to be able to really connect people with the ones that they love on the other side. I uh, consider mediums like yourself to be the best form of grief counseling for deep emotional wounds because so many people uh, have someone taken from them unexpectedly or even if they expect Mm -hmm. it, the person may be in an altered uh, state due to medications and uh, chemotherapeutic agents and stuff like that so their minds aren't necessarily with them as they're getting ready to leave and it can be very traumatic for the family and I see mediumship uh, the way you perform it anyway as a form of grief counseling and so thank you so much for your service to many folks including myself where mediums have helped me with people who have crossed had things I wanted to say and then there was comfort given in return and so yes thank you so much for that kind of mediumship so (laughs) well you know you have this great business that you run on how to discover your spiritual gifts so what kind of classes do you teach I mean I'd like to hear about the ones you teach you allow so many people to teach in your space what is it that you do (laughs) (laughs) well you know I'm a natural healer so you know one of my first spiritual healing gifts was Reiki and you know I know lots of people out there Reiki masters and they teach Reiki but I'm really drawn to me to the ancient sacredness, ritual tools of healing. And so, you know, I on my journey of even learning Reiki from different people, I was always searching for the teacher that would bring that sacredness in, that would bring the ritual in, that would bring the heart connection in. And, um, you know, it was very difficult to find. I've taken Reiki from multiple Reiki masters online, studied it. I'm also a college professor in one of my first lifetime careers. So research and academics is something I dive really deeply in. And I did the same with Reiki. I wanted 
to understand its origin and where it came from and the sacredness and how it's been brought through. And so I teach Reiki, but I really teach it from a sacred place with rituals and tools. Um, I believe sometimes that as we search for healers, we're looking for that person that can touch our heart, can be compassionate, can be sacred because healing is a sacred place. And, and sometimes I've found it's hard to find those sacred healers that really bring that in. And, and to me, you know, it's holding space for that healing. It's holding space for that individual. It's creating an environment um, that's very sacred for them to step into. And so you talk about my space. People love to come to my space because I've really created sacredness in the space. I really want the center to hold that sacredness. So it's really fun when people step in and go, gosh, I can feel it. So I teach Reiki. And so I do it in that space of teaching practitioners how to do that, how to create that sacredness in their practice, in their space. I teach angelic Reiki, which is a very high vibrational healing modality. And even with that, when it was handed down to me, I went back and researched, you know, how that person got it, what books they read, what were their studies? Because I really wanted to understand their journey to be able to teach it to other people. So I do that. And then I, I teach Akashic Records. So I certify practitioners to be able to do Akashic Record readings and um, really connect. And then I have fun workshops too, because I believe that we came in this lifetime to laugh and to play, and to connect, and as we become adults, we forget how to do that, so I have, like, fairy workshops in the spring, and candle-making workshops, and I teach people how to make bath salts, and they think it's all fun and play, and what they don't realize is there's a lot of healing that goes on behind the scenes, and all that's happening, and so I'm one of those that take deep healing to a very gentle, fun way, because I believe we can heal those deep wounds and really do deep healing in a gentle, fun process. Uh, you don't have to break somebody to rebuild them. I think, I think we, in this lifetime, or at least in this time, of where we're at, that we have the ability to really do some big healing in a really gentle, sacred way. And, and I, I want to see more of that. So I really kind of teach from that perspective. Well, thank you so much, because you know me, I'm all about fun. If I'm not having fun, why am I doing this, right? I mean, right. I just, just that's part of my process. But one of the things, I, I have a lot of listeners who are very new to the path, so please help them understand, and me, because I hear different versions, and I like your definition, what is Reiki? I mean, I know that's a very basic question, but I get different answers, and so I'd like to hear your definition. You know, Reiki um, is universal source energy. So as a Reiki practitioner and how we're taught is we're a channel. We're a channel for that healing energy to flow from source, wherever you, whatever your belief system is, through you as a channel to that client. Um, Reiki is very intelligent. You might get a hit that came in and told you, you know, I'm having indigestion, I'm having digestive problems, and you're thinking, oh, I need to direct the energy to possibly their stomach and in that area, 
but intuitively you're being guided to put it maybe on their knees or somewhere else. Reiki goes to the root cause. So maybe they have a knee problem that's giving them lots of pain that's upsetting their stomach or maybe they're having trouble moving forward in their life and so it's affecting their knee and they're having problems really digesting what's happening in their life so it's affecting their stomach. So Reiki's smarter than we are. It understands what the root cause, what's really going on either physically, emotionally, mentally, or spiritually, and it goes to that root cause and heals that versus the symptoms. And sometimes we have people come in as clients and they're telling us the symptoms, which really helps us, right, to understand what they're feeling, what they're emotionally thinking about or spiritually going on in their life. But Reiki knows what the root cause is, so it goes to that. It's a very gentle, um, energetic healing. It could be relaxing. It can be calming. It can be very detoxing for the body. It can actually heal disease. I've seen it do that before where it does some real miracle work for people. You know, it gives you what you need, what you're ready for, what you're ready to let go, what you're ready to heal at that time. And so it's a really wonderful energy. And as you become Reiki practitioners or masters in that, it actually transforms your life and the process. You start to shift because as you're giving energy to someone, you're getting that Reiki energy too. You're getting that healing. And so it begins to shift people. And I love that because I love telling people, you know, your taste buds may change and, and you may find yourself wanting to take long walks or you may find that your interest in music or movies changes and shifts because it really wants to align us with our divine selves and um, help us be in that alignment and that healthy space. So it gently transforms our lives and kind of moves us in the right direction. So I really love it from that aspect. Thank you very much because every practitioner that I ran into talks about source energy and the highest levels and and wanting just to help people not only get comfort but feel better and yet then the conversation will change and the definition kind of changes with it as they they move up the spectrum of of energetic relief that they're talking about depending upon the client. So, right. so say someone is listening to our show and they're like, hey, this Violet really knows what she's doing, which I agree with, and uh, she really knows what she's talking about. I want to get to know more about her. I want to connect with her. Uh, what do you recommend for people that are listening in? Well, I recommend, you know, going out and um, checking the website, discoveryourspiritualgifts.com. And out there um, talks about me, talks about practitioners in our space, talks about the workshops I teach, talks about the services, because some of those services like Reiki and Angelic Reiki and Akashic Record readings or even mediumship can be done over the phone anywhere. You don't have to be right here in Littleton to be able to get some of those types of services, but definitely 
if you're in the area or ever travel through, we always have fun stuff happening at the center. And so the website also has a calendar of events of what's going on here, what we have happening in the space. So it has all the information in one spot, just depending on what people are looking for and what they're hoping to find. Well, I just want to say thanks so much for taking time out of your schedule to fit in the interview today. I know you're very busy with your clients as well as your community. Thanks for holding space down in Littleton for so many people. And we well, look forward you. to having you on the show when you get ready to write that book I know you're working on. <laughs> well, thank you, Janine. Thank you so much for the invitation. And thanks for taking the time with me today. It's been, it's been lovely, and I really do appreciate it. You're welcome. And that's it for another episode of The Practical Mystic, the show that brings the spiritual down to everyday life. This has been The Practical Mystic Show with Janine Bolin. For show notes, resources, and more, visit the 8gates.com. Thanks for listening.